friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past. And we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for the best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. It's Holly Taylor. We're talking about some of our favorite restaurants or stores that no longer exist. They've gone to the wayside. They're extinct, if you will. Some of them may have happened during the pandemic, which is very, very tragic. Maybe it was a landmark that you used to go to when you were younger, and now it's not there anymore. So text in 905-338-1250. You can head to our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram as well to weigh in on our conversations. And if you've got a story, you can always call. Producer Mike is here by the phones, and you'll say hi, right? Hi. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) <laughs> yes, of course I'll say hi. Oh, dear. Okay, producer Mike, is there a store that no longer exists that you miss? That I miss? The only one I could really think of, because you were uh, Eaton's. <laughs> Remember that? <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a store that was around in my childhood yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. I remember it closing yeah. and that being a big deal for my mother for some reason. Oh, yeah. Eaton's yeah. was huge. They had the whole center there, right? Yeah. In Toronto. Um, Eaton Center. The, the old style before it was renovated. and Yeah. I don't know. There's uh, th- That's the one that comes to mind. Eaton's. Um, also, there's Wolco. I don't know if that's one that's before your yeah, it's before that, your time. That one's okay. Before me. Okay, okay. Uh, it was huge out west where I grew up. Um, when I was, you know, knee high to a grasshopper. Um, Byway. Do they have Byway out here? Yeah, I've heard of Byway Market. Yeah. Um again that's Yeah, before your time. Cool. Thank yeah. you for making me feel old. So we're not gonna talk to producer Mike anymore. Okay, I'll turn off my mic. <laughs> Message here from Nancy. She says, yes, I'm the record man. Many memories in my teens uh, hanging out there, always looking for the best music, right? You're like, what's out this Friday? And then you all rush to the store. Or was it Tuesday back then? I can't even remember. But the the new release day, and you're just so excited. And um, that's how we got to listen to music. <laughs> we had to actually buy something that wasn't digital. I'm Holly Taylor. We're having a bit of a fun conversation today as we talk about extreme activities versus more calm activities. I think as long as you're having fun and, as they say, your cup is being filled with joy, have at her. I am one that kind of likes to be somewhere in the middle. I like sports. I like things that I am already familiar with. I'm not really going to go parasailing. Just, it's not going to happen. <laughs> It's just not my thing. Oh, goodness. Producer Mike, you seem to be, in my humble opinion, mm. somebody who might be all about extreme sports. Am I wrong? I, the, the idea intrigues me, but then I think about getting into an airplane and skydiving, uh-huh. and then I have no interest in it whatsoever. So Yeah, my husband, more extreme sports, so that's maybe where my youngest gets it from. It could be, yeah. Parasailing, that sounds incredible, but the, that takes you like 100 feet up into the air, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, I'm fine just sitting on the dock. I'm good. Yeah, with a pair of binoculars. Watch your youngest. (laughs) Cheer them on. Oh, man. And my husband would go with her because he's actually done skydiving. We were engaged, and he's like, I'm going to go skydiving. I'm like, good luck and Godspeed. (laughs) At least I got the ring. I'll miss you terribly. (laughs) Yeah, you might have a lot in common with uh, Marilyn, who just texted in. She says she's really taken to hiking recently. Oh, okay. Uh, Before that, though, it was pretty much sitting on the porch with a cup of tea. Oh, yes. I love that. That's more my speed, I think. Yeah. A hike or tea. I would do either or. Yeah. 
Because even though you're hiking, it's like, oh, I got my steps in today. That's right. It's productive. It's and healthy. And I saw a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you can appreciate nature. Exactly. And it's good for the soul when you get to appreciate what God has given us. Marilyn, thank you so much for weighing in in our conversation uh, today. And, and you can, too. You can text in 905-338-1250. You can text. You can call. You can also jump on over to our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and weigh in there. You can catch us across the airwaves of Joy Radio in the greater Toronto area or on demand using the My Joy Radio app for Google and Apple devices. I'm Holly Taylor, and I think I knew this growing up because when I would have a big exam coming up or a test that I just knew I really need to study for, I would crank up the Mozart. That's right. I had my classical music CDs, and I just found it calming. I was able to um, be calmer heading into exams. And they did a recent survey of Americans, so the 2,000, it looks like they were surveying, and they say that um, if you listen to music, you will actually absorb the information better. There is a tie between music and study habits. And so those who were surveyed, their GPA was above 3.2, Uh, if they were listening to music while doing their studying. So there you go. Might seem like multitasking, but it's become maybe that soundtrack to doing your algebra. It becomes that way of recalling some more complicated information. I mean, the alphabet is so easy to learn because it's to a song. So I think there might be some something to this. Um, even I hear if you play Mozart specifically to babies in utero, um, they understand math better somehow. Like they just their brain synapses fire differently, and they understand math from a younger age. I've only read this somewhere. Did not really work for my kids. <laughs> tried it only a couple of times though so maybe you have to be really consistent with it but yeah Mozart and when you look at music it is really mathematical in a lot of ways you'll see piano players understanding math in a a different kind of way and and sometimes even faster than those children who don't play the piano so it's so so interesting to me just seeing that correlation between music and what we remember even years down the road they say music helps seniors with their memory So music is a beautiful gift that God has given us, helps us expand our brains and our intellects in ways that we will never fully understand. So if you're trying to remember something, start cranking up those tunes. It's Holly Taylor. We're talking about emotional support items that might not necessarily seem like emotional support items. Um, I have seen in some music videos or even just some of their social media videos with the Hunter Brothers, I kind of feel like all five of them, it's just like their emotional support crew. They just get along so well. And they have a pig that sometimes appears in videos. So maybe that's their emotional support animal. Uh, I'm kind of curious to know if maybe that could be a thing. All right. So text in 905-338-1250 or call as we talk about just fun things that just make you feel better. And we're going to call them emotional support objects, just so it sounds really official. But really, it might just be an excuse to have a cup of coffee after two. It's your emotional support coffee. Producer Mike, what's your emotional support item? I like the sound of an emotional support coffee. Yeah. Uh, In all honesty, though, remember those fidget toys from a few years ago? Yes, I do. The fidget spinners. Yeah. um, Or my personal favorite is the fidget cube. Ooh. It's just a, a, like, it's this, I don't know. It's a cube. Yeah, it's a cube. It's like <laughs> an inch by an inch by an inch. And yeah. it has all these different wheels and clicky thingies on it. And, okay. Oh, it just hits the ADD part of my brain perfectly. <laughs> it is great. Um, 
and you can say that because that is a part of your journey. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I would do without it. I know that it was kind of a fad for uh, a very quick period of time, but yeah. man, those fidget toys, mm-hmm. those are really helpful. Yeah, my daughter had one of the fidget spinners when she was trying to stop sucking her thumb. Yeah, yeah. So actually it's her fingers, and so um, we had somebody help her and just kind of work through the process, and um, long story, it's actually fascinating about some of the things you can do to encourage a child to not suck their fingers, but we can chat about that later. Um, but fidget spinner was one of those items. My kids love the poppets. Have you seen those? They're, they are plastic, and it's almost as if, you know, it is pretty much like the um, the bubble wrap. Oh, it's just that satisfying bubble wrap pop kind over of, and yeah. over again? Because you pop it one way, you can pop it the other way. It's the bubble. Oh, those little rubber yeah, thingies? Yeah, yeah. I've seen those, yeah. Yeah, so they love those. And I'm like, we have four. You don't need any more. This emotional support item is retired. <laughs> we need them in different colors, don't you know? <laughs> we need the rainbow one and the unicorn one, Mom. Ooh, the heart-shaped pink one. Of course. Yeah, okay. My emotional support wallet is feeling really light right now. <laughs> emotional support visa. <laughs> For all of my online shopping needs that are not needs at all. Oh, my goodness. Yes. But it's fun because often we do have these little things that we do. And it just it makes us feel better. And um, it's just short term. It's not long term. But it's one of those things like my emotional support snacks in the afternoon. I just need to snack. Honestly, a person needs to eat, right? You can catch us across the airwaves of Joy Radio in the greater Toronto area or on demand using the My Joy Radio app for Google and Apple devices. Now, I don't know if you remember, but it must have been a month ago, maybe the start of the summer, I was talking about a guy from right here in the GTA, Mike Shorman, and he had something pretty significant happen to him just a couple of days ago. He did it, guys. He crossed um, all of the Great Lakes. So a big old congratulations to him as he landed at Toronto's HTO Park Saturday afternoon. And that marked a significant conclusion to his summer journey in support of youth mental health. So that final 52 kilometers of crossing took about 21 hours. So he started in New York on Friday and landed in Toronto. Um literally 21 hours later. That's just like, do you snack on your paddle board? Like, what? <laughs> That's just a lot of effort, but a huge congratulations going out to him as he was diagnosed suddenly, if you remember his story, with the neurological condition Ramsey-Hunt syndrome back in 2018, and he lost his mobility. So just the very fact that he can paddle board is miraculous, and the fact that he has now this summer paddle boarded across all five of the Great Lakes, finishing up with Lake Ontario, also phenomenal. So just a big old congratulations, because from the images, it looks like it was a rough, rough haul. Oh, that water looks choppy. So congratulations. That is your update. The start of the summer, we thought, will he complete it? Well, now we know he did. And the first time he tried, he didn't. So just hopefully that encourages you that if you are setting goals for yourself, maybe you don't succeed the first time. Well, in this case, it took two times and five Great Lakes, but Mike did it.